0: Discover the power of HID Mobile Access and revolutionise how you manage your property's security and access systems. Utilising the HID Mobile Access app or integrating the solution into your Building Experience app, your office tenants can enjoy the seamless convenience of using a mobile phone or smartwatch as a credential to access doors, network services, and more. The solution will also provide you with valuable data to offer better building services and tenant experiences. So trust HID for reliable, secure and future-ready in-building technology that make the hassle of physical security passes a thing of the past. Visit hidglobal.com today. Welcome to the PropTech Podcast. It's Kylie Davis here, and I'm delighted to be your host as we explore the brave new world where technology, real estate, property ownership, design, and construction all collide. It's so great to have you here and to share stories with you of innovation, opportunity, and challenges. The aim of each episode is to introduce listeners to a PropTech innovator who is pushing the boundaries of what's possible across how we design. Build, buy, sell, rent, and invest in property, and all of the associated behaviours and activities around that. And there's a lot. Now, none of this would be possible without our sponsors. So, a very big shout out to HID Digital Identification and Building Access Solutions, EasyPay, making collecting payments easy for PropTechs, Dynamic Methods, the innovators behind Forms Live, REI Forms Live, and RealWorks, Direct Connect. Making Moving Easy, and the PropTech Association of Australia. Thank you for your support of the podcast. Now, why does building a property cost so much? Well, a lot of the reason is because of the lack of efficiency in the building industry, the manual systems and handoffs, and the updates managed through phone calls, email, on-site visits, PDFs, gaps in the supply chain, and the demands of governance, which require even more administrative work and the lack of visibility across that entire process, which culminates in defect correction at the end. In fact, according to Deakin University, at least 13% of the cost of a building is attributed to rework in some way. But my guest in this episode is fixing all of that. Justin Williams is the founder of Construction ID by WiseWorking, a building process and document management platform that captures all of the information in a build, from design through to post-building management, and it's all in one system. They were the winners of the PropTech Awards in 2022 and a finalist again this year. So here to tell us all about Construction ID by Wiseworking, Justin Williams, welcome to the PropTech Podcast.
1: Thanks for having me, Kylie. This is a real pleasure and, and hopefully it's not too boring for everyone.
0: So I'm really looking forward to this conversation about transforming construction because I think it is an industry that really needs a lot of change to happen in it to make, to improve it. But look, Justin, first questions always the hardest and it is our elevator pitch. So tell me what the Construction ID elevator pitch is.
1: Um, construction ID by Wiseworking is a SaaS software solution uh, for the built environment. We exist to build the world and make it a better place. A building consists of multiple phases that may span over 50 years. Software currently services a single phase of the building, for example, tendering or construction. Construction on these services all the phases of the entire lifespan of the building with detailed project and document management forms and reporting.
0: Okay, so your SaaS platform. You're covering the whole phase of a of a building's life cycle. Is that correct?
1: Correct. Yeah.
0: And what's the actual problem that you're solving?
1: So the actual problem we solve, well, there's there's quite a few of them actually. Um, oh, no, that's
0: good. We love lots of problems. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about that.
1: <laughs> um, so so look, if anyone's ever experienced um, trying to find that uh, that golden golden email or uh, that bit of information that they need. At, at present, they have to to switch across different apps and different platforms or look through different ways through emails, looking for the magic um, piece of information. Construction ID means that it's a central platform for users, um, and that's the building's team, um, mm-hmm. to view, communicate, and manage the entire building throughout its life. So um, it eliminates information silos, so information from each stage is stored What that means is information from each stage is stored on a separate software and database for each different role. Um, Instead of that, it's all done centrally. Um, Mm -hmm. It means that migration and rebuilding of the data um, is avoided um, because that often um, leads to miscommunication, having it stored separately, miscommunication, um, or even even, um, data entry um, errors and and lost lost information. Um, Creates visibility, um, so that, uh, so that anyone, um, particularly the probably developer can get an accurate real time view of where the building's at, um, rather than the, um, I won't say, uh, the glossed picture that, that they sometimes get about where the building's at. And then they get told too late that there's actually a delay or a cost overrun. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it means that, uh, history, is all in the one place, so that yep. um, when you, when a issue is fixed, and I'll go into an example of um, what what that could actually mean um, later on. Uh, uh, when the issue is fixed, the history is there to help aid that fix, um, right. and um, it it actually lowers the cost of development because it stops rework occurring. Um, yep. It, it avoids additional software costs at each stage because um, traditionally what would happen is every different stage of the building would would require a bit of uh, different um, uh, piece of software and that would be bought um, by that by that individual but built into their tender price so ultimately what it does is it lowers the actual cost of building um, it reduces rework, like I mentioned before. Um we did we've done some research with Deakin University in um in, in Victoria and rework actually costs um as much as 13%, generally between 10 and 13% um, of a building's costs over its lifespan can be contributed to rework. Uh, and rework could be um you know um reattending um a issue. Um uh Fixing a a defect that was uh, was fixed incorrectly a few years ago, or um, or uh, data entry um, of something that was done previously. So doing doing the data entry twice.
0: Okay, um, so 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 what you've got is a platform that is like a centralized communication platform that's bringing together all of these different conversations that happen around a around a building in. And different elements of software that um, are you know disparate pieces of software that are used to to manage bits and pieces and streamlining all of all of that is that correct?
1: Well, it's a communication platform, but also a uh, it's a it's a what you call the document control and um, and quality control platform. So right. so rather than just just um, uh, sharing communication and documents, it actually. Um, uh, produces the forms the quality forms that um you would need to for example uh do a uh that the builder has to complete to do an inspection test record to um prove that they've they've installed the plastering correctly in a in a room um so it gives it gives the team visibility that the right processes have always been followed but also um the right documents uh,
0: are being looked at oh okay because i can imagine oh look i can only imagine what the (laughs) <laughs> what the email communication trial looks like at the moment <laughs> using email, Excel, and a filing cabinet or oh, a whiteboard. Absolutely. Right? <laughs> absolutely,
1: it's, it's a mismatch. These are the,
0: this is what you are replacing. I can imagine. Um, yep. So, so how far back or how far uh, where does this where does the use of of construction ID by WiseWorking Working start, Justin? Like, is it? Well, it the actually time
1: starts. The, yeah, it actually starts at design and, and tendering. Um, right. So awesome. the idea yep. is the more information you can get into this uh, into this system, this uh, central repository, the better. So so um, we encourage users to use this through design phase, then into uh, construction phase, then afterwards into operational phase because the more information you get in there, the more benefits that, that all of the users um, get out of the system.
0: Yeah, and does it then translate into just owning and operating the building or do you hand off to a different or can you hand that data off to a different platform after that?
1: Um, look, look. Uh, ideally, it translates into operations um, yep. of the building. They let, they retain it, but if they need, if if they have a different um, provider or or, um, or the owner's corporation doesn't want to use Construction ID, then yes, we can. Um, we can export everything, all that information. They can have access to it.
0: Okay. So, are you? Are you? Do you specialize in particular types of buildings, or is it because you just mentioned a strata then, uh, which is what I'm <laughs> seizing on, or is it any kind of um, any kind of building?
1: Look, it's any kind of building, um, and uh, the the with const- our current clients, you know, uh, are right from as you say the top end tier one strata um, companies right down to um, uh, small residential um, buildings, because the the idea of construction idea is. Because it's scalable and um, because you can sort of pick and choose what you want to use, uh, it's modular. Um, it's applicable to, to any any type of um, any type of built um, built environment project.
0: Okay, so the benefits of using it are that I'm going to save a lot of a hell of a lot of time, I guess, looking for lost records. It's keeping everything in one place and. And it's creating almost a da- well, it's creating a data trail, right, of what's gone on in this building and, and all the information of yep.
1: that and, is applicable
0: uh, to this building and its desi- and its building decisions or construction decisions that have been yes. made across the the time.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Yep.
0: That's that is that is so important um, because I was talking to the guys at PT Blink the other day, and it, in and they were. We kind of ended up having a bit of a, a vast conversation around how invisible so much of the data is in construction, because not because it's not doesn't exist, but because it's never been digitised, right? Yes, it, it's, it's never been digitised, and it, yeah. you're
1: right, it is sitting in silos, and yeah. um, and it, I won't say it's people's heads, <laughs> but 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 when when someone tells them uh, another part, if it's sitting offline, when someone tells someone. Um, their, their st- the story of where things are at, it's their story uh, yeah. rather than yep. the, the true story. And and what construction ID does with that visibility is avoid avoids surprises and it's yep. not like someone, you know, um, uh, isn't there to, to you know, tap you on the hand and, and penalise you. It's so that it's it's seen early um, yep. and then, then you can approach it as a team. Um, yeah. So you can make the decisions before the problems actually occur.
0: Right. So, how long have you guys been around for?
1: Um, so, so look, uh, Wise Working actually started in 2011, right? Um, and so we've been around for a long time. Construction ID is the um, uh, the evolution of um, all the all the systems and and uh, and intellectual property that we we built um, over all those years. Um, uh, you know, I. I we we started on building defects and moved into OH&S and then then went to uh, post construction and you know, built lots and lots of different apps. Um, but everything was um, everything was brought together with construction ID because, as you said, there's not there's lots of lost data. Um, there's yes. lots of data out. It, there's no doubt that the data is out there, but um, nothing actually brings the, the data all together. And the idea was construction ID um, covering all those phases um, and having. Um, all of those different points of functionality does bring all that data together.
0: Cool. So, how long has Construction ID been in market for?
1: Um, so, I actually started building Construction ID um, uh, during the COVID, the lockdown. Oh, I was, so many of us did.
0: A bit it of was um... such a breathing space <laughs> to code. <laughs>
1: exactly. Exactly. Um,
0: not, you are not the first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just have this vision of like reflecting back on COVID of all of these developers sitting in their <laughs> rooms coding <laughs> while they waited for the pandemic to it. Yeah, it's kind of really what happened. So yeah, so 2020 is when you yes. started, yep. it, started to pull it yep. together. Yep.
1: Put it all together. Um, um so and and um since since then um going to market, we've uh had had some some success with the tier ones. Um and um, and you know it's been used the product's been used nationally for all, all, um, all different phases of building. So that that that's a great thing. But you know, being a being a bootstrap company, our our, our challenge now is to um, is is to get the product out there.
0: Do you want to do a bit of a humble brag and tell us who some of your clients are?
1: Um. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can. <laughs> so so. Look, I'll, I'll 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 start with the uh, the top end of town. So we're working with SeaBus property, right? Um, and then then um, you know just to just to show, um, we've got another few other tier ones. Which which I uh, I, I I I'm I'm um, not not too uh, not too keen to do a humble brag about on. But um, uh, at the at the at the different end of market, we've got. Um, uh, in the residential area, we're working with um, Burbank, Burbank mm-hmm. Australia, in, in, down in Victoria, mm-hmm. um, on on residential projects. Yep. Um, and uh, and and every every different sector has its own unique challenges and quirks. Um, and and construction ID isn't a one shoe fits all. Um, yep. Product, but it 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 can be actually um, tweaked um, depending on on um, the needs of the customer and the market.
0: So, so your clients are doing everything from building high-rise commercial buildings all the way through to individual re- residential home developments or?
1: Correct, correct.
0: Yep. Wow, okay. And everything in, everything in between?
1: Everything in between.
0: Because your platform doesn't care. It's the process that you're, yes, <laughs> you're correct. automating. Correct. You don't care what the end, what the end yep. um, uh, box looks like. Um, that's the, okay. So, so that's a really... That is a really impressive client list, and and for a, a prop tech that's only been around as a technology solution since 2020. Although I appreciate that you guys were you consulting or did you before well, with
1: Wise working? Look, we we um uh we 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 started the the um the journey um wanting to do software consulting and contracting, um, yep. but found ourselves pulled towards the software um, because. Um, when we started when we started Wise Working, um, uh, there wasn't much out there, um, mm-hmm. so so, um, we you know, there was a lot of demand for the software. Um, mm-hmm. nowadays it, it's different, there's software galore, but um, that software is, is it, it, there's a lot of point solutions out there that only sort of service one part of the problem. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we, we're looking to tackle the whole end to end, the whole building, um, so rather than You know, a two year involvement, we're looking for a 50 year involvement. Um, And generally, generally speaking, you know, that, 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 that is through the developer, um, or, um, even a, even a financier or insurance company, um, oddly enough, that, um, that's concerned with the whole, the the big picture that their, that their investments actually risk protected. Um, uh, uh, and you do that by, by, um, yes, aiding the, Aiding the builder and the and the um, subcontractors and the the owners corporation, but ultimately you need to give that visibility to um, who's funding who's funding the um, the project.
0: You you have just given me a major uh, uh, because it's sort of brought together a whole bunch of conversations that I've had recently with people. But basic, but one of the things I see maybe we're doing incorrectly as an industry in proptech is we're trying to solve the pain for end user clients when in fact we should possibly be so selling the value of the benefits of our software to the finances the finances yes. you know the, the, yes, the absolutely. you know, like follow the money right follow the Abs- money. Look, absolutely absolutely <laughs> especially in this developer and big and big space because trying to convince people that, look, what you're doing at the moment is really painful, please stop it, like we've got a solution, is like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you say, look, in, unless you start to be accountable for the dollars by, you know, like the, the money behind this project wants you to save what you, like save and deliver a better product and, yes. and take yep. less time doing it because the time, the, the quality and the, and the cost of things in construction is so broken. Like it's, yep. it's so unnecessarily yep. expensive, long, and, and unaffordable, right? Yeah, like it, yeah. Because the way we construct currently is making our properties unaffordable.
1: Absolutely, we, absolutely.
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe we need to pivot into influencing the construction. Let me ask you a question. Are you happy with your current operational workflow? Are you really satisfied with printing, signing, scanning and emailing contracts and then having to wait days for them to be signed and returned? Well, I didn't think so. And I have some good news. There is a better way. Dynamic Methods is the team behind leading real estate industry tech platforms such as Forms Live, REI Forms Live and RealWorks with a mission to make better happen. Dynamic Methods are dedicated to providing efficiency and productivity tools, boosting form technology to real estate agencies across Australia. Each month, 50,000 real estate professionals across 8,500 agencies from every Australian state and territory use dynamic methods form technology empowering more than 7.2 million transactions a year. Dynamic Methods is also proud to host quality integrations with some of the prop tech industry's most powerful technologies, such as DocuSign, Secure Exchange, Equifax and more, putting everything you need to get forms and contracts filled in, signed, verified and exchanged into one easy platform. So if you're ready to ditch the pen and paper, make your agency look more efficient, Head to dynamicmethods.com.au slash partners to learn more. This episode is sponsored by EasyPay. Easy Pay makes collecting Prop Tech payments easy. As one of Australia's leading subscription payment providers, EasyPay is helping real estate and tech businesses to improve rental collection rates, transform arrears management, and increase cash flow. Built for integration with a focus on partnerships, EasyPay's platform works seamlessly with your existing PropTech software, giving you access to industry-leading features that enable complex billing and settlement to support trustless business models. Discover the power of payment automation and leverage one of the first platforms to enable the Pay2 payment solution at easypay.com forward slash PropTech. For almost 16 years, Direct Connect has made moving easy for over 1.2 million renters and homeowners by arranging connections to a wide range of services, from electricity and gas to internet and pay TV. With a national team of local account managers who are experts in the industry, Direct Connect are there to support your real estate business with competitive rewards for every successful connection, plus an industry-leading rewards program. The connection process is simple and Direct Connect's always-on guarantee ensures your customers will be connected on the day they move in. Direct Connect offers a range of market-leading suppliers and Direct Connect has now made it even easier than ever to send connections directly integrating with MRI software's property tree. So in just a few clicks while processing a tenancy, you can send the connection details through and get your customers connected. To make the right connection and find out how Direct Connect can make moving easy for you and easy for your customers, visit agents.directconnect.com.au or call 1300 558 169. So I want to unpack this a little bit more. You do have a really impressive client list. How, what's your, I mean, uh, without giving too much away, what? How did? how did you win them over? Like how did
1: so, how have you been so successful so quickly? So um, you know, I I um luckily enough have a um But uh, a, a decent network. Um Good. But a network can <laughs> always get always so far. <laughs> um, so so you know, having worked in property and construction um uh, for a number of years, I've I've um uh you know, I have I've I've had the, ple- the 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 pleasure of working for a tier one. Uh, company being ProBuild who don't exist anymore as everyone knows Mm -hmm. um but uh those ProBuild people um (laughs) went they scattered and went to different (laughs) companies so luckily I was able to to contact some of the those companies through the people that I knew um uh but like I was saying before a network can only get you so far so that's the, the next step with our business is to um scale the business um and um uh do more marketing and um uh potentially engage engage a um a salesperson to actually uh, to 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 chase those prospects.
0: yep yeah well, your black book does is no use if your tech doesn't work right So exactly uh, <laughs> all you do is really <laughs> annoy everyone in your black book. So how, so how big are you guys now how how big is construction ID by wise working?
1: How sure. do you measure so, that? so look we've got we're, we're a small team um a team of seven. Um, based mm-hmm. in uh, in Victoria and um, in Australia. So um, we do uh, the bulk of our development offshore. We do some development onshore, um, mm-hmm. but we do the bulk of it offshore, uh, and that's to um, ensure um, that we get a quick product, um, but we do the quality management within Australia, um, mm-hmm. and that's really important, um, that mix there, um, and it allows the companies to be agile and um Implement tweaks and customizations for clients, you know, quickly, um, uh, but also um, have that quality testing process there so that it's um, it it vets it vets those developments and, and makes sure that um, the developments are, are what the customer actually asks for, or as yeah. you say, work. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So, so what have been the biggest challenges in in getting it to this stage so far?
1: Um, look where do I start um, there's been lots <laughs> lots and lots of challenges uh, and like I was saying before we've we've um we've taken the approach of, of bootstrapping so it gives us that, that flexibility to um um to build the product to the size that it actually is um uh early days we, we we made that decision to to um try and hold on for as long as possible um before we got investors that that um limited the scope uh, of of what this product could actually be. Um, mm-hmm. so we've had the we've had the opportunity to um, grow the product. Um uh, and now I mean that's 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 got that approach has got pros and cons. Uh mm-hmm. major con is that you don't you don't grow anywhere nearly nearly quickly as fast as, as you, you want. Would. <laughs> um, um and and like that 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 yeah. network, um you know my personal network been and and um been the the only sales mechanism we've had in the past is 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 a major one um as well so so you know it's been um it's been a a really real challenge and and um and look but some of the three major challenges that that i've uh listed down here um uh make sure that you always do your research um uh so and and you don't you don't um you don't Uh, over promise um you're always under promise um and you're always over deliver now that's a that's I know that's a um uh, a a cliche but but um uh clients um really appreciate um uh something which is with something which is i would say um something which is which is believable um uh and Look, the second thing that I learned is you don't trust. Um uh, you know, don't put all your trust into a good relationship or or um or into good faith. Um make sure you build a contract, uh protect yourself. Yep. Um my my strength, my personal strength is um in in solutions and solution delivery and solution architecture. Um yep. but my weakness is in um commercials and 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 contracts. <laughs> um so yeah. I brought on a co-founder um, last year, and and look, that's that's really changed the business and the way that the business is looking to scale up. Um, his first thing um, he did was implement contracts, and that that um, that that not only protects um, the account, but it avoids the, the the situation that we 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 encountered lots of times in this journey, where you know the, you've sold to an individual, they've got the vision, they the thought how great it is, and then someone they leave the company. Someone else new starts yep. and they they want um they want to replicate what they did at their old company um and yeah. without the contract you've got absolutely no protection against that um, yeah
0: uh, was there the a last third one, one yeah oh
1: sorry you know
0: yeah no
1: no okay um I was going to say the last one is you know uh, with your thinking is is building um, building a system and not just a solution so you know if a client's asking for A B C you don't just give them a product as A B C you think about what the D is, um, yep. the the big the, how that fits into the bigger picture. Um, so so um, when when you when you build it, you're not just building A B and C all the time. A B and C, you're actually thinking about A B C D um, and how strategically um, you can actually benefit from that development.
0: Fantastic! Thank you for sharing that. Now, what's the name of your co-founder? Give him a shout out.
1: Um, so so Craig Broadbent, um, R- and he he he. Um, uh, over this journey um have met met uh, lots of lots of potential um people to bring into the business but but he has gone through the journey personally. um he's actually built up a software company, sold the software um, uh, and knows all the pitfalls that 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 can be um can be had during during the during the journey
0: fantastic and look, I loved your I loved what you mentioned about the challenges because it talks about, as a founder, you have to recognize both your strengths and your weaknesses, right, and, and then yes. find build a team around you that complements your weaknesses, <laughs> <Like> basically. <laughs> or, I mean, that sounds weird, Like, and it sounds like it's negative, and I don't mean that, that no, in very, any way, shape, true. or form. You actually want people who are good at the stuff that you're not good at, but you need yes. the self-awareness to know, look, I'm not good at that, but it is important, and so I'm going to not abdicate responsibility for it but i recognize how important it is and i'm going to let good people do good work in that space and i'm going to get out of their way and let them do it right (laughs) (laughs) fantastic so what what is the one thing that you wish you had what's the one thing you know now that you wish when you started that you knew
1: um look look uh i you know i touched on the point um before about um uh, not, not sort of, um, being too naive and, um, and, and trusting, and trusting, trusting um,
0: in the, in that, the vicious that, world of commercial and big and construction. Yes, well, that,
1: that's, that's, that's the one thing I knew. And, and yeah. look, um, the other thing, um, which I've learnt, and, and you exactly you touched on that point just before is, um, uh, working with the right people. Um, and and having having the right people in your organisation, whether that's as an employer or as a co-founder, um, but having that right sounding board in there to um to challenge challenge your decision making, but also um uh as you said, you need you need that that self-awareness to know that that um you 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 need you need that um that other bit of advice because uh, I know that um if if uh I'd have had that sounding board, you know, um uh you know, construction ID could have been started two or three years earlier and, and um you know we would uh we would we the country, <laughs> um the industry wouldn't be in the situation it hopefully it, it isn't in at the moment where um companies are going insolvent and and you know, as you said, like, you know, that everyone's complaining about costs and the lack of revenue and when, when in reality, you know, that the um uh, the discussion um, should start at a, a different point, um, yeah. and that might be with the finances or insurers of yeah, the uh, the, uh, of the projects.
0: Yeah, it's like we're trying to fix it from we're trying to fix it backwards at the moment. We're kind of yes. looking at the finished product and going, "Oh, they should yeah, have it's made-. been broken," and, 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 and
1: we're trying to put it all back yeah, together. Yeah,
0: and and I see this across so much of the legislative areas that cover all of PropTech, whether it's commercial or construction or, or residential, governments are there to protect consumers, and the way they protect consumers is putting layers of, you know, or putting legislation or, or laws in place. and me. Yeah, bureaucracy in place, which should be which there's two ways we can look at it. We can look at it as bureaucracy that is just annoying and difficult and adds cost and problems, Mm. or we can see it as governance that is indicating to us what is wrong in the current business model. Mm. So Mm. we need to actually be taking, we need to, and the problem that we've got with it at the moment is that adding legislative complexity and obligation on a broken process puts more pressure on the people to deliver those protections, while also delivering to the economies that are being required of, do it faster, do it smart, they like do it cheaper, mm. Mm. and so we are really at this crisis inflection point at the moment where the risks to consumers are extraordinarily high because the burden of achieving the end result is completely human focused. Or like, well, we're insisting that it's completely human focused because yes. we're not going to we're not going to we're reluctant to embrace the technology that will actually mm. enable mm. us to. And you know, there's a great saying that you know if the only if the only tool you have is a hammer, every problem looks like a nail. And ironically, <laughs> I think the issue for the construction industry is to understand there are there is a whole toolkit out there of different of different you know tools. Yes. Uh, including toolkits like Construction ID that can be used to start to bring all this stuff together to let your people do the people stuff and let the the governance and the process and the compliance and the the documentation and the data start to Absolutely. come together to really, you know, extract great value from your business and really impact your ability to deliver. Sorry, I'll Absolutely. get off my soapbox. And, and look, that, that, that,
1: you know, that, I think that's because people see technology as something that will replace you or make you redundant, they don't actually see it it's something that's there to actually assist you um, and assist you um, in a positive way, um, in a positive way that that not just benefits you, but but um, can benefit anyone, everyone um, on the building. Um, and and um, because of that mindset, uh, uh, you know, I I, I feel that. The whole digitization digitization of, of construction and, and property is a bit of a buzzword at the moment. I feel that the only, the journey's only really just started. Look all we're doing oh, totally. is replicating um what is there already. And what is there already is, you know, it's it's clearly broken and it's not working, uh, needs to be improved, needs to be changed. Um uh you know, it's when it's when we we consider future technologies like you know, artificial intelligence and robotic building and 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 um now that's really really just a few of the uh, the benefits beneficial technologies that are out there but that it's that next stage where where um we're really going to um uh jump and, and jump forward and construction is really going to change um but but first of all we need to change that mindset that Technologies are just there to replace me or make me
0: redundant yeah, the future is collaborative, right? The future is yes, that combination correct. of of technology and human, with us all yep. doing the things that we're both, well, with both sides doing the stuff that we're really good at natively.
1: Absolutely, absolutely.
0: Um, I got asked at the PIPA conference um, recently, how do people compete with AI? It's like, well, be more human, but don't compete. Collaborate. Like yep. that's yeah, that's because artificial intelligence is by its nature art- artificial. Yep. And while yep. it can process and capture an awful lot more than we can as humans, and uh, and take a lot more data into account, mm. we're st- we're still a- we're still at the we're still in the we still hold the reins around how it's how it's structured and how it's working.
1: Absolutely, absolutely.
0: So, so Justin, this seems like a normal spot to add in or to ask the question around what you see the trends are or what's going to be impacting construction ID or or the technology in the construction industry over the next five years? How do you think it it, will be? I feel like construction is so nascent in this space but has so many, and and to any of the builders or developers out there who go, oh, you know, this is all very unknown and very difficult and I don't Mm. know. Like, no, residential prop tech and its adoption and then commercial prop tech and it's like residential adoption is head of the curve because it started the earliest and so you can see how this we can see how this goes, right? There are there are trends mm, and things to recognise, and commercial property is, has been sort of a bit behind it, but um, but is now sort of following exactly the same or a very similar adoption curve. Yes. But how do you how do you what do you see are the next five years going to look like for construction technology?
1: Well, look, look, I, I, a lot of lot of as, as I said, we, we, we're replicating a lot of of. Um, uh processes at the moment um mm-hmm. uh but i think the next 5 years can really really highlight how powerful data is in const- in construction proper construction um data can be used to actually prevent a lot of issues occurring in the first place um the 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 biggest costs as uh, uh, as i um i i said over the life cycle of a of a, of a building is rework you know, fixing up old issues which, which have been you know, fixed previously, um, but fixed previously incorrectly or in a band-aid way that, that only lasts a few years. And then suddenly the, the same problem resurfaces. What AI and, and, um, machine learning can do is actually interrogate that data and say that, okay, well, um, yeah, you've got a potential problem there. Um, and unless that problem is fixed in this way, Then that problem will reoccur. So that Mm. rather than than, um, dealing with costs or or fixing something once it's broken, um, uh, you can use use that data to actually um, uh, forecast that that issue occurring and prevent that cost in the first place. Mm. Um, And um, data data can actually save you money. Um, And and again, when that 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 um, industry mindset changes. And uh, like you said, uh, going going with the money is um, is is possibly the best way. If you you tell the um, insurance company or the the financier um, that you know these these processes need to be implemented to prevent cost blowouts later on, then then it's more. Oh, it'll happen. Exactly. (laughs) It'll happen.
0: Yeah, I think I think there's a superpower here that we need to unleash. We need to em- embrace our brothers and sisters in the insurance and the finance. But I am making a note to re- to reach out to Fintech Australia and insure insure and Regtechs as we speak. Hopefully, they
1: listen to this podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, well, I think I might re- reach out to a couple of them. And say, right, I think we need to <laughs> we need to talk. Um, well, look. Um, And so, what is on the roadmap for for construction ID by Wise Working, Justin? What's what's coming up in your next couple of releases, or in your future?
1: Sure, sure. So, um, uh, look, there's the the short term plan, which is um, making things look look uh, look sexy, (laughs) look look always (laughs) aesthetically pleasing. Yep. Um, uh, there's, you know, there's, there's functional improvements, but the really exciting stuff that we're working on at the moment is with that, that big data that we, we was talking about before, um, you know, um, we're, we're, we're looking into, um, uh, really exciting stuff like augmented reality. Um, we're looking into, um, uh, what artificial intelligence looks like with that, with that, um, with all that data there. Um, and, um, uh we're also looking um at, at building up um, some relationships with um uh companies that specialise in robotic building because I, I really foresee that um in 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 oh, I don't know if it's five years or ten years time that, that that will um that will have a major change on our industry. Um and, and um and aligning ourselves with um good channel partners um is is definitely on the um radar we're already working with with companies like dropbox and MYOB, um, uh, but also um uh looking into uh, uh companies that are, are are focused on on um on research and innovation and how we can bring that into this industry um and look over time you know i think uh, that through scaling and increasing the adoption of construction ID, will hopefully will change the industry, um, and um, that that change in the industry will have an impact on um, not only the economy but also society.
0: It would be wonderful. I mean, I haven't done any. This is a opinion, not any kind of research. But I am going to go away and have a look at how much has construction, how much of construction costs increased over the past five years. Or yes. Eight to ten, like five years and ten years. I want to kind of have a look at that period because wouldn't it be wonderful if from now on, through the adoption of the technology that we know is out there, the next five years actually costs stayed the same, but yes. we started to actually produce more because we know that I've, we know that productivity in construction. Yeah, because mm. we know that product. Wouldn't it be you know that would be a massive, a, a massive real in, improvement. Um, I mean, it would be effectively thing, you know, things effectively sort of reducing in cost because they're staying the same, but but not do that at the expense of human beings in the process. Yes, Like actually correct, through, correct. through construction adoption, uh, yep. technology adopt. Now, Justin, Construction ID by Wise Working was a finalist in the PropTech Awards this year and on the night there was a bit of a glitch and we didn't give you the due recognition <laughs> that you deserved as a finalist. So I am very sorry about that. That was a... It was actually that was straight down to me <laughs> not proofing the slides properly. So, I'm really sorry about that. But well done on being a um, a finalist in the PropTech awards. Um, i I've, I've loved talking to you about Construction ID and Wise Working and the whole uh, that whole construction ecosystem. So, thank you so much for being on the PropTech podcast.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you.
0: It's been great. So, what do you think about Construction ID by Wise Working? As we discussed in the podcast, building and construction desperately needs technology solutions that deliver productivity improvements and savings in both costs and the time that it takes to conceive and complete jobs, and that can only happen through centralising these elements in a digital platform. So much of construction is actually about documentation and logistics, but traditional methods of managing buildings keeps that data dark and everything in silos, What I love about solutions like Construction ID is that they create a central source that joins the disparate elements together and provides data transparency, which in turn empowers further efficiency, improvements, and savings. Now, they were worthy winners of the PropTech Awards in 2022 and finalists again in 2023. So if you are in the building industry and looking to revolutionize your business, check them out. Now, if you have enjoyed this episode of the PropTech Podcast, I would love you to tell all your friends or drop me a line either via email or LinkedIn or on our Facebook page. And you can follow this podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor and Apple iTunes and anywhere good podcasts are heard. I would like to thank my podcast producer, the fabulous Charlie Hollands, podcast website editors Jill Escudero and Shira Sexison, And our sponsors, HID, Digital Identification Solutions for Your Building, Direct Connect, Making Moving Easy, Dynamic Methods, the name behind Forms Live, REI Forms Live and RealWorks, EasyPay, Making Collecting Payments Easy for PropTechs, and the PropTech Association Australia, Australia's industry body, which is supporting the flourishing PropTech community. Now, if you're an Australian or New Zealand prop tech who would like to be on the show, please drop me a line via LinkedIn or email Kylie at proptechassociation.com.au. Thanks so much, everyone. Until next time, keep on prop teching. Do you run a prop tech business or are you the founder of a prop tech? Make sure you join the PropTech Association of Australia. It's Australia's new not-for-profit association made up of tech people who are passionate about the property industry and committed to improving experiences in how we buy, sell, rent, manage, build and finance property. Joining will give you access to events and networks across Australia and globally to help you promote and grow your business. Go to proptechassociation.com.au and follow the prompts to join.